Blog Talk Radio. Decent, this 
Village, non-custodial parent of course. Call in at this call-in number of 347-884-8684. And let's see, let's get to it. And, you know, getting this thing together. All right, all right. Well, first of all, I am going to say what was the purpose and intent of the Bradley Amendment. And you know what? I am not going to read it. I am going to call out on Brother Alpha to help with the rest of the information for you to hear. Brother Alpha, is you online with me? Yes, I am, Ms. Clardy, and I thank you very much once again for the opportunity to appear on your show. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Brother Alpha. Glad to have you. Thank now, you. I just happen to need a little bit of help here as we go forth to find out what is the intent of the Bradley Amendment and what they were trying to implement. Uh, can you help us with that, um, you know, to help us to understand what were they trying to implement here? Well, first of all, uh, Ms. Clardy, going into a little bit of the Bradley Amendment, for our listeners, the Bradley Amendment is a piece of legislation utilized by your uh, prospective states to get their hooks into uh, they pull mm-hmm. out of the Bradley Amendment sections within, draft a bill, uh, vote on it, now it becomes structured law. That's where the uh, Bradley Amendment states such facts that uh, it disallows any jur- uh, jurisdictional um, discretion by way of bankruptcy if you happen yes. to be in bankruptcy, you can't uh, get any, any type of uh, write-offs uh, to your arrears account. It uh, overrides, overrides any type of state statutes of, of uh, limitations. Uh, your arrears uh, via the Bradley Amendment also states that your driver's license, occupational license, recreational licenses, any type of license is subject mm-hmm. for any type of uh, suspension or revulsion. Um, it also states that, uh, you know, you can have the arrears reported to the various uh, credit bureaus, things of that nature. But uh, okay. the, Bradley, the Bradley Amendment is 42 U.S. Section Code 666. Uh, I advise all listeners to definitely take a a look at the amendment because it's so in-depth and read some of those bullet points. Okay, can I I get in here just for a minute because now I have finally uh, pulled up about the Bradley Amendment that you're speaking about and what they were uh, ultimately, what their intents were and adding to what you were saying. They are saying here that the Bradley, that the amendment was intended to correct a perceived imbalance between the power of the obligee, usually the mother, and the obligor, usually the father, during subsequent child support disputes. It had been alleged that a significant number of men were running up large child support debts 
and then finding a sympathetic judge, often in another state, to erase them. So tell me what you think about that, uh, Brother Alpha. Well, there's another... Yes, there's another piece associated with what you just read, uh, and that shows that fine line to differentiate who's who between a deadbeat parent versus a parent, uh, a decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligor, a parent with some integrity and some tact. Uh, I, I, I can tell you that when the Bradley Amendment was first uh, structured, yes, it, it was structured with some great intentions. I do support that. I see where they were, where they wanted to go with this, but over yeah. a period of time, when too many hands started dabbling in there and creating more legislation behind it, it yeah. became it, it actually uh, tailspinned out of control to the point where. Uh, you had so many hands getting involved. Now you have this legislated law that's more hurtful than meaningful. And even though it still states that they this is what they they want to do by way of going after these deadbeat parents, unfortunately, everyone that uh, owes arrears is not a deadbeat parent. But they are well, let's still. Fast forward. Let me ask this question. Let's fast sure. forward. Well, so what is the difference between an obligor and obligee? Let's start with well, first with that. Well, the ob- the obligor is the person that pays their child support. It's a court-ordered child support, and they're obligated for those payments. In your, okay. In, in your obligee as being the person receiving such court-ordered child support that's receiving okay. the payment. Yes. All right. Thank you for that. And sure. so, which so, uh, well, what is what is a decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligor? I'll, I'll tear it down by definition. Decent, someone of integrity, someone that knows what to do, and don't need you to look over their shoulder. They just need the means to do it, the ability to do it. <clears throat> Disadvantage, someone still associated with decent, but has to go into this arena and obviously can't afford uh, representation by way of court, uh, by way of uh, attorneys, uh, pretty much going through this on their own. They're winging it is what they're doing to the best of their ability. Yeah, uh, yeah. Decent, decent uh, uh, excuse me, non-custodial parent the parent that does not reside with their children. The obligor is the person that has the obligation to pay court-ordered child support. You see, okay. the, difference between, the difference between, let me just clean this up, the difference okay. between your non-custodial parent and your obligor, your non-custodial parent obligor, mm-hmm. is this in fact. If you are only a non-custodial parent, that does that still does not mean that you are someone that's <clears throat> a part of this venue because okay. as a as a non-custodial parent you can simply have uh, a, 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 an arrangement with the custodial parent which bypasses Ooh. the court 
Okay. Or, you know, if you are uh, a non-custodial parent, but you still uh, visit with your children or your children may visit with you, and you're still not a part of this venue. But when okay, you well, have the... question. Let me ask this question, and, and it'll fall right in place with what you're still continuing to say. Is paying child support money replacing the parents now? In some instances, yes, it is, because uh, the states are always crying broke. They know that this is old welfare money, so it's more meaningful <laughs> for them to continue to keep it on oh, their books yeah. to try to collect it. And <laughs> And, and they're using other tools to go about trying to make the attempt to collect it. But in the process, all they're really doing is they're, they're, they're uh, dismantling families that are still trying to interact with one another. You're still not allowing that uh, obligor to do the best they possibly can without any assistance from the, the yes. various states. So they're basically yes. just still pushing that obligor further and further away. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but the states don't care about any of that. They Their main concern is oh, we want a portion of this money at whatever expense. Wow. Wow. That is saying something, you know, that uh, money is Definitely more important than parenthood, huh? Absolutely. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, um, getting back to the the decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligor, which you know I use the term the uh, uh, obligors of integrity. You know, what uh, do you foresee? you know, in being able to help more of these decent obligors of integrity uh, become more, uh, what's the word, more empowered uh, that everything is going to be okay. Well, Sister Wendy, we're we're, uh, a Delaware-based grassroots public interest advocacy and outreach service. Uh, member organization for these decent mm-hmm. disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligors, and we're dedicated towards advocating and educating the non-custodial parent obligors, the custodial parents, the non-custodial parents, the youth, the cur- uh, clergy, agencies, right. organizations, as well as mm-hmm. the general public. And uh, we want to educate them first and foremost in re- in regards to the unjust laws related back yes. to the child support system via the Bradley Amendment. And yes. because we have uh, some very uh, unique and user-friendly support service programs that we intend to get implemented in all states straight across the board. Okay. That's nice. So, so between uh, educating the masses, mm-hmm. everyone, and then giving them an out by way of these programs, we can yes. get to a happy medium, but we also need some assistance from uh, some various other uh, uh, people, of con- persons of contact, by way yes. of 
uh, legislators, we need your governors, your mayors on board. We need some yes, other. Uh, we we need some other groups on board. We and maybe we just need the people themselves on board, because what we're say. because mm-hmm. what we're what we're looking to implement comes by way of we know that this does exist. This is you know factual in right now time. But we're looking to get uh, a lot of these issues rectified and still be able to allow people to, to, to live, allow these parents to live as well. Yes, yes. That's some good stuff right there. Um, what, you know, what else, do you, what else do you see that can be of help? You know, I know that you've already said really the plain brunt of what what's to come, but for the now, what do you have available for them? At at this point in time, uh, from the empowerment side, we work effectively with you know sharing and disseminating constitutional uh, their constitutional rights. Um, Also providing uh, to them hands-on, right-now knowledge that they can actually go into court and if given the opportunity to present their case, we can give them ammunition enough to take to any magistrate in relation to their case and, and pretty much show the uh, magistrate, one, that I am that decent, uh, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligor. I am not the person that that you yes. are chasing by way yes. of uh, a deadbeat parent. That's first and foremost. Okay. Because we, we, tend to sh- we tend to want to convey a form of leniency for these decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligors versus that uh, deadbeat parent that just refused to mm-hmm. do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff right there. I mean, that's some good stuff. And I'm sitting back here thinking to myself, and all the stuff they be talking about on TV, save the animals. <laughs> here I go. Save the animals, and we trying to save our people so that we can have money and, you know, and, and shelter or whatever uh, in order to – in order to deal with saving animals, but we need to save ourselves right now. You know, absolutely, that's right. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean to go all off into Wendy's world, Lardy Miss Party's world, but you know, it certainly is uh, a decision that all of us as people have to make. What's more important here? You know, save a pet or <laughs> save save your lives and try to get you to get. Get things in order so that you can have monies and and stuff to take care of your family, especially for those that are decent. You know, I mean, we don't want them That's to. Right. Uh, we don't want them to be chased like that. Hey, I'll tell you because I was one that was in the loop. But hey, I'm very glad to say that uh, as being a decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial, paying obligor a parent obligor, you know, 
day. It wasn't easy for me, but I made it through. I have that testimony on my tongue for that one day. But I do (laughs) know that we we do need the people's support. We need the people to get more involved, and especially those that are with integrity, you know, and not to allow the system, you know, to take advantage or to get one up on you, as they may call it, and and get the information that is being promoted right now uh, through even this program of Child Support News. And Brother Alpha, what can you give as a contact information? I want to thank you for giving this information out because we need to know that that there is someone out there that is caring for the real people in grassroots communities. And we need more leaders like yourself to come together, as you said before, including the legislative law or the legislators, you know, to come together and make something happen. But we definitely need the people. So how can, the, how can people get in contact with you? How can they communicate with you? Sure, they can reach out to Family First International at gmail.com or by telephone, 860-913-6516. They can actually go through the website, www.familyfirstint.org. That's all one word, Family First INT. Org. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for that information, too, because we need that. Um, that is how you contact Brother Alpha, Alpha C. Hells, who is the founder and president of Families First International. And you can contact me. Lardy Miss Clardy for general information, comments, or concerns at families and victims of fraud dot com. And put something on to the guest uh, book and let us know that we are giving you good information uh, and that we are helping you. And you can also communicate with me on professional rookie twenty twelve at gmail dot com. That email again is professional rookies, not cookies, rookies, 2012 at gmail.com, or you can see me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Wendy Clardy, okay, or W. Clardy. And come and join us again on Child Support News every Thursday at 3.30 p.m. And coming up next, on Lardy Miss Clardy is a recovering victim of circumstances the journey my story February 2nd 2014 at 9 p.m. Pacific time 12 a.m. Eastern time all right all right we have had a wonderful show this evening and we want to thank you for listening in on Lardy Miss Clardy and company on BTR Thank you, Brother Alpha, for bringing this information to us. Anytime. And we will see you next Thursday at 3.30 yes, p.m. for we're going to talk about that deadbeat parent act, definitely. All right? 
Now, All right. thank you again. Everybody have a wonderful evening because it's our business to tell your business and what you doing. Stand up, speak up, and speak out on victimization and fraud. Have a good night. Thank you.